0: Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. This podcast is not just information, but impartation and activation. We believe that every conversation will encourage, equip, and empower you to live the daily supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast and then share every episode with your friends and family and be activated. Welcome to another Adventure in the Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Jared Lasky. I want to say thank you so very much for everyone who has partnered with us, to, with our ministry, who are praying for us as we're... Had a major life event that many of you know about, but that uh, has kind of just helped us refocus and pivot real quick to want to bring more glory to King Jesus. So thank you so very much. And thank you so very much for sharing our episodes of Adventures in the Spirit with your friends and family so that they could receive the wonderful presence of the Holy Spirit through these episodes, the great conversations and the impartation and the activation. I want to encourage you guys to go to firebornministries.com. I've got a free download available for you. It's on how to study the Bible with the aid of the Holy Spirit. It's the free spirit-empowered Bible study download. So just go to firebornministries.com and get your free download so that you can study the Bible with the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. But guys, I'm excited for today's special guest. I have Joel Penton, who has this new book out called During School Hours. He's the founder and CEO of LifeWise Academy. It's a program that provides Bible education to public school students during school hours. He's written numerous other books, but he's reaching thousands of schools and over 2 million students nationwide he's a speaker and guys i'm just excited to have him on this program so please help me
1: welcome joel
0: penton to adventures in the spirit welcome joel
1: thank you jared for having me it's an honor
0: Well, love to have you on, sir, as I was just kind of explaining in the background what we're talking about today. I grew up with this concept, but I'd love for you to share your story first before we jump into that. Uh, But share your story and um, also what God is doing through you now.
1: Yeah, well, thank you for the uh, the chance to share my story. I'm from a small town in Northwest Ohio, a little town called Van Wert, Ohio. Most people have never heard of it unless you read the New York Times. Actually, last uh, November, an animal rights activist cut a hole in the fence of a giant mink farm in Van Wert, Ohio, releasing forty thousand mink into <laughs> the Van Wert County. Believe it or not, uh, it's kind of uh, hard to imagine, but they actually got out the snowplows to clear all the mink off the road. And so that's our one claim to fame is all the mink in Van Wert. But that's where I'm from, small town, kind of a farm town. And um, I grew up like most kids in my town, going to school, playing all the sports. And uh, I went to church because that was something it seemed like everybody in my small hometown did as we all went to church. Um, However, I wasn't looking back now, I realize I didn't have a relationship with God. I had a a certain amount of religion in my life, but um, I didn't really know God in a real way until I was a freshman in high school. And that's when I first remember hearing the gospel message in a clear and compelling way, hearing about who Jesus was, how he died for sin, how he rose again. And upon hearing it and understanding it, my life was changed. I, I didn't understand or know the terms of being born again or uh, becoming a new creation or that type of thing. I I would later learn those words, but I experienced them as a freshman in high school. And then I kind of became something of an evangelist because I understood that that I had heard the gospel and and I had believed and my life was changed. And so I thought, you know, everybody needs to hear this gospel message. And so I started sharing with classmates and teammates, and that led to uh, my pastors seeing this passion in me, and then them putting me up on stage in front of groups, you know, saying, hey, Joel, share your testimony with the youth group. And and then, you know, I actually filled in to preach for my pastor when I was 17 years old. Um, and word kind of spread around my hometown that there was this high school kid uh, traveling and uh, or filling in to preach. And so I found myself uh, filling in to preach for a variety of pastors when they would go out of town. Um, and then that was accelerated through my football career. I, I had a chance to play football for uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh in in college. And that gave me a platform to get out and to share my faith more and more. And so as you mentioned, being uh, uh, out there reaching students, I spent a dozen years in full-time ministry after I played college football, uh, full-time ministry traveling and speaking in schools. We would do a daytime school assembly on character issues, and then we would invite students to come back at night to an outreach where we would share the gospel. And the Lord really blessed that ministry. It's grown. We now have multiple traveling teams uh, that travel and speak in schools and share the gospel. And as you mentioned, we've been uh, in more than 3,000 schools nationwide, in front of more than 2 million students. Um, and so the Lord is, continues to bless that traveling speaking ministry. But it was in 2018 when my world was really rocked, uh, when I heard about released time religious instruction that supreme court ruling that allows for public school students to receive bible education during school hours and uh, that's when the whole ideas came together with lifewise academy that's what i've been focused on for the last five years and that's what i'm excited to share with you about Uh, along the way that whole story the lord has a blessed in so many ways, including uh, blessing me with an amazing wife, Bethany, and five wonderful children, uh, four boys and a girl, ages 14, 12, 11, 8, and 6. And so if I look and sound tired, Jared, that's why. I
0: totally understand. I've got four amazing kids, 17, 14, 14, and 11, 12. same thing thing happens to
1: me
0: (laughs) the dad brain right now right but um yeah can you describe release time and i'm excited i uh, about the school assemblies i used to do a bunch of those years ago with seven project and host you know empower students to start bible studies on campuses and we would i i didn't know that people were still doing that kind of a thing especially in today's you know politicized turmoil climate within the public school system but can you share about release time and, and lifewise academy and, and just show people that uh, what the law that you mentioned from the Supreme Court about it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So again, the legal term is released time religious instruction or release time religious education. And it's the practice of students being released from public school during school hours to see to receive Religious instruction provided the program meets three criteria, number one being off school property, number two, privately funded, and number three with parental permission. Uh, it was, in fact, in 1952 that the Supreme Court ruled that this is constitutional. Programs like this have been around in our nation for over 100 years, but then one was challenged in 1952. It was upheld as constitutional. um, And now 26 states in the nation have laws on the books about release time. However, most people have never heard of it. You're one of the few people that i run into. I I find that maybe about 5% of people have ever heard of release time or have some sort of history or experience of release time, uh, statistically less than 1% of students are in a release time program. However, uh, we've become convinced that it is the single greatest missed opportunity of the American church to reach the next generation because of the all the potential that's bound up with this opportunity to to teach students the Bible during school hours. You know, we have a lot of great before and after school programs out there. I was in a Uh, an after-school program, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's really great. However, many of the students that are hardest to reach uh, are able to be reached during school hours. And perhaps the best example of this is the program in my hometown uh, that serves an elementary school. And 95% Of the public elementary school, over 600 students are enrolled in the release time program, even though only 20 to 30 percent of them attend church. Nearly all of them are taught the Bible on a weekly basis through release time.
0: So why don't you share about LifeWise Academy and, and the vision that you had behind it and how you guys are doing this?
1: Yeah, so, well, it all started when the program in my hometown, they actually started their program back in 2012. And the first year out the gate, 60% of kids signed up. Uh, By year three, 95% of kids were signed up. And so it was in 2018, that I ran into, when I was back home, I live in Columbus now, but I was in my hometown of Van Wert, and I ran into one of their board members, and they said, Joel, I'm so glad I ran into you. Uh, your name just came up recently because we want you to help us figure out the answer to this kind of riddle. You see, we have this really incredible release time program that is transforming the lives of kids in our community. Uh, nearly every kid's involved and it's affecting their families and the school, and it's really great. And there's this Supreme Court ruling and all these laws. So we can't figure out why doesn't every community coast to coast have a program like this? If it's so Mm -hmm. clearly legal and it's so impactful, you would think the Christians in every community would take advantage of this opportunity. And so that I tell people that's the day I gave up sleeping uh, because that question uh, really haunted me. And I thought, yeah, we, we need to figure this out. And so I started doing some research and I found that, Release time, even though it's very easy to um, articulate. You know, you take kids off of this, out of the school. You teach them the Bible. You bring them back. That execution is not quite so simple because you you basically have to start a private school. You got to find a facility. You got to figure out transportation, curriculum, staffing. If it's a large program with hundreds of students, you probably need to pay your staff. Um, so now you're talking about fundraising and accounting and marketing and I mean, the list goes on and on. And so that became kind of our answer to that question. Why hasn't this spread? Is because of all the barriers to entry. And so we started asking, well, what if we removed those barriers? What if we created a plug and play turnkey replicable program that any community coast to coast could implement? Mm. Uh, What if we put all the tools and resources together so there's no need to reinvent the wheel is it, would it catch on and so that was back in 2018 we had the idea 2019 we launched our first two pilot programs so that was 2019 two pilot programs and this next school year we'll be in over 300 schools across a dozen states serving likely over 30,000 students nationwide
0: well that's amazing
1: Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you grow through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit eCourse. You can study the course at your own pace on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today.
0: What would you say to people who think that this, even though there's a Supreme Court ruling dating back to 1952, People have a tendency to say, What about separation of church and state? Now, as a right. youth pastor years ago, you know, I'd helped implement release times and stuff in the church that I planted. And then I, I, moved on to another church and started these Bible clubs on campus. And, you know, I'd give kids a pamphlet. And as long as there's a sponsor, they could even do things within the school. But what would you say to people who uh, are curious about this, but they're like, what about separation church and state? And are the kids penalized during school hours for leaving the campus for religious instruction?
1: Yeah. So those are two great questions. So separation of church and state, uh, it's a great question. And we simply say that, Release time, is it really a perfect manifestation of that whole idea of separation of church and state? This is not the state that's teaching the Bible. It's not the state that's establishing a religion. And quite literally, students are separated from... Uh, the state institution when when they go to these classes, you know, we literally take them off of school property. And so um, it's, a, it's a beautiful, and that's why the Supreme Court ruled the way they did, right? That's why the state laws are in place is because this is a great example of keeping these things separate, even though it's during kind of those school hours, parents can still opt to have this for their kids. And in terms of the students being penalized, we have not seen that at all. I mean, we've seen that there's a way to work it into the schedule, whether that's Uh, During uh, one of the library times that isn't graded for students or whether it's during a study hall or during a lunch period or during or worked into the specials rotation, things of art, music, gym class, that type of thing. Uh, It varies from school to school. But what we're finding is that where there's a will, there's a way. And students who are in the program really excel. That's one of the reasons schools actually love the program is because it's improving they're, they're students. I mean, yeah. studies show that kids that are in religious, uh, classes that their academics go up, their character goes up, their mental health improves. And it's a great way to invest in the lives of students and schools don't have to pay a dime. And so it's kind of a win, win, win for everybody all around.
0: I love it. Yeah. So, um, cause I, when I worked with release time, all the, well, actually I grew up on release time, and so it was always awesome to look forward to, you know, leaving the school, being in a line, and then walking over to the, to the facility. Right. And at that time, it was flannel boards, it was sing-song, it was a <laughs> guitar, it was a Bible story, memorization, you know, and things have changed over the time. Uh, so if, if I were to walk in to your academy, uh, what if say if I was a, a kid, you know, fourth grader, fifth grader, uh, what would I expect?
1: Well, you'd probably expect a good time because you probably wouldn't simply walk in. You'd probably ride a giant red bus like the bus that's behind me, uh, which is an example of our LifeWise buses. We now have a fleet of more than 50 of these things. And so uh, from the very beginning, students know this is going to be a great time. The big red bus pulls up, picks you up, takes you to either a church or a Uh, some other facility, you know, where we hold these classes and we keep kids active. We have uh, ways that they engage and activities that they do, but ultimately we teach students the gospel. We teach students the Bible and the gospel as we teach them the Bible. Our curriculum, in fact, takes students through the entire Bible, Genesis to Revelation. So we tend to serve grades one through five, though we do have uh, classes K all the way through twelve, but typically it's grades one through five, and they will start in Genesis in first grade, and they will finish Revelation in fifth grade. And every lesson has a threefold focus: head, heart, hands. And so, head, we ask and answer the question: What is the information on the page of the Bible? What does this story say? Heart, we take a step back and we say: How does this story connect to the bigger picture of the gospel message? How does this point to Jesus who came to To save us. And then hands, if we rightly understand the gospel in this context, how does that transform our character? How does that transform what we do? And so we're having a good time. Kids are getting to leave uh, the school building. They're getting to talk about the deeper, what they can tell are the most important things in life. And ultimately, they're having the scriptures poured into their hearts.
0: Awesome. So to replicate or to multiply LifeWise Academy, you know, say if someone listening into this, whether it doesn't matter what age they are, but they have a burden, you know, they could be a grandma, great grandpa, they could be a mom, you know, they have a burden to reach kids. And they're like, I like this concept. But what are the first steps for me to get started on this to reach? Yeah, absolutely.
1: LifeWise was made for all of the people that you just described, uh, no matter who you are. Uh, whether you think you're going to ultimately help lead a program or help teach or volunteer or donate or or even none of those things, if you simply think LifeWise is a good idea, um, all you need to do is go to lifewise.org and you can click where it says find your school and you can find any school district in the entire nation and you can begin the launch process. We've put together a 10-step launch process that starts with people simply voicing support for the concept. It's kind of like a petition. We call it a community interest list. And we ask to see, first show us 50 signatures in the community of people that say, yeah, we wanna do this. That shows us there's adequate interest in the community. And then we begin moving through the process of forming a steering committee, putting together a plan, talking to the school but it all starts with that interest. And so no matter who you are, go to lifewise.org, click find your school, voice your support, and then send your school district page to the people you know, to to your church, to your friends, to your family, and start seeing those signatures come in and just wait and see who God raises up for this task.
0: Amen. Can you share a story or two of kids' lives that have been transformed uh, through this program?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I, I. It's too bad I can only share a story, or that that I'm <laughs> requested to share a story or two, because I could share all day. Uh, they, uh, the stories just kind of flood in um, week after week. Um, couple quick things. Not long ago, I was texted a photo of a mom and her daughter who were recently baptized, and. Uh, During their public testimony, they shared that it was life-wise the influence on the daughter that really brought the whole family uh, to church, and now they're baptized and plugged in. Uh, On our website, you could go to our videos page, see a bunch of stories about a bunch of impact, but one in particular comes to mind, a boy named Christian, uh, almost ironically, because he didn't grow up in church. He he says he was unfamiliar with the word Bible. Um, Until his mom signed him up for LifeWise, because as she says in the video, she thought, well, it couldn't hurt, you know, to put my kid in this Bible education program. And sure enough, uh, Christian fell in love with Jesus, fell in love with the Bible, in fact, asked the LifeWise teacher to invite his mother to church which she, of course, did. Now the whole family's plugged into church. Uh, Christian's in the baptism class. The mom's in the weekly Bible study with the teacher. Um, And then I I just, a couple weeks ago, heard the latest chapter of Christian's story. He moved to a different school district that didn't have LifeWise as of last school year, and he was really sad. And so he and his LifeWise teacher began praying that his school would get LifeWise. Sure enough, as of this summer they are going to have LifeWise next year. And his prayers were answered. And so, um, again, I could go on and on about what the Lord's doing.
0: Yeah, awesome. So you've got this new book out called During School Hours, and it goes into LifeWise Academy, it goes into the Supreme Court decision. And I want to encourage people to click the link that I have available in the podcast description to purchase this book. Um, But can you explain kind of what people would get from this book itself? Like, uh, if they are curious about it, and they purchase it, you know, what would they receive from it?
1: Yeah, a few things. The Well, the subtitle of the book is Why and How LifeWise Academy is Reinstalling Religious Education into the Public School Day. And so the first whole part is really making the case as to why this is necessary. It lays out that um, Bible education was a, a central part to our educational system, even from the start of our nation and how it was Removed, but it talks about how it was a critical piece that is fundamental to any uh, well-rounded education, as well as all of the many positive, documented benefits when we reinstall religious instruction into the school day. It also talks about um, how true neutrality doesn't silence a religious view, but true neutrality allows uh, the school allows for parents to choose religious instruction like Lifewise Academy. So that's kind of whole the first part. it, it lays out why this is necessary. And if you if you find yourself unconvinced, you could read that part. If you have a friend who's maybe unconvinced, you could share that. But then the second half is all of the how. How do we get this done? And so it talks about release time in particular, lifewise, uh, specifically uh, including that 10-step launch process and also what it takes to maintain a- an effective program. And so it gets into the nitty-gritty. But throughout the whole thing, what I think uh, your listeners will uh, really appreciate is that it's packed with stories, right? It's packed with stories of impact. It's packed with stories of how this kind of growing movement is, is sweeping through uh, the country and how, how exactly they can get involved.
0: Awesome. Well, real quick before, just something on my mind, kind of rewinding a little bit. If there's a public school teacher who's interested to being part of this, to encouraging it, supporting it, getting involved, but you know uh, they might be worried about their job at risk, what would you uh, say to them?
1: Well, I would say that they could join the many other public school teachers that have been very supportive. In fact, I can think of one community in particular that I know it was a group of teachers that really drove the movement forward, at least in the early steps. And so I would challenge them to engage. I would, I would challenge them to jump on the website, find the local school district. Uh, at the end of the day, if they are on staff with the school, they're probably not going to end up on staff with LifeWise as well. And they're probably not going to end up teaching in the LifeWise classroom. Um, th- that's not going to work out long term, but they can be the thing that gets the ball rolling. I mean, we've seen principals, we've seen superintendents, school board members, um, get the ball rolling, uh, because who else knows the need better than those who work with the students on a daily basis. And so I I would, I would challenge them to get involved.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to encourage people to purchase a copy of the book during school hours. uh, Again, I've got a link for you in the podcast description right here during school hours by Joel Penton. We're having a great conversation about how people can reach schools, how LifeWise Academy is reaching thousands, hundreds of thousands of students around the nation. And I want to encourage people to get involved, start reaching out to people about this program. But Joel, can you lead us in a prayer? Can you lead us in uh, just the asking the Holy Spirit to empower us uh, to do something, to fulfill the Great Commission, do our part?
1: Absolutely, let's pray. Father in Heaven,'re so grateful for this uh, conversation, a chance to connect uh, through the internet with a uh, like-minded brother in the Lord, and then through uh, the distribution of this podcast with so many like-minded brothers and sisters. And Lord, we do pray that you would unite our hearts uh, as the family of God, uh, that we would be able to link arms and uh, and get in the game. Uh, to get to work in the building and the advancing of your kingdom, Lord. Uh, It can be so tempting to sit back and to uh, just think about all that's wrong or all how things are going poorly or this or that. But Lord, I pray that you would give us the eyes to see opportunities to engage, to engage with our neighbors, uh, to engage with our families, uh, to engage with our communities. Lord, I pray specifically to engage with our schools. And so I pray if um, there's opportunity for partnership with LifeWise and uh, those that are uh, joining us in this prayer, Lord, I pray that you'd open up those doors of opportunity. But more than that, Lord, we pray for your will. We pray for your kingdom. We pray for your name to be made much of uh, in our lives and, Lord, in this world. We love you, Jesus, and it's in your name we pray.
0: Amen. 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 Well, I want to encourage everybody to go to
1: LifeWise.org
0: for more information uh, about Joel Penton and LifeWise Academy. And I also want to encourage you guys, go to FirebornMinistries.com to receive your free download on the Spirit Empowered Bible Study download. I think I already said download, but anyway, (laughs) it's a free PDF available for you and share this episode with your friends and family and be activated in Jesus name. Thank you so much for listening to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky, a podcast that activates you to live the supernatural life. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share it with your friends. Leave a five-star rate and review, which helps us reach more people with the love and power of the Holy Spirit and partner with us at firebornministries.com. And may you live your best spirit-empowered life and have your own adventures in the Holy Spirit.